you have any chatter for us, Josh? Nope. No, nothing <laughs> funny you want to say? When did you go to sleep today? I'm a funny today? person. <laughs> <laughs> I did not go to sleep last night. I, you know, I, so I slept during the a day choice. today. But then I got up for this, to do this with you. I didn't go for my normal run, so who knows who I'm going to be. I can but see because you're rocking tired. back and forth because you've got that extra energy. It's the <laughs> well, rocking also back got, and forth, Josh. It's energy. not that. I have this I have this, this coffee now. This Good. It's going to yeah. sustain me, I hope. Good for you. How long has that coffee been sitting there? You know, it's not. We're not going to talk about this. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious how long that coffee has been there because you just woke up, right? And it's what, okay, so it's, six o'clock. I did grab time? it. I grabbed it from yeah. the fridge. It was in the Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I was imagining yeah, but... it like sitting, roasting in your room. So Yeah, and even and if it was sitting and roasting in my room, I would still tell you that I grabbed it from the fridge. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that matter. I'm Aya. I'm Josh. And uh, welcome to episode five. Hey, Josh, I know that in this podcast, we say that we talk about the things that matter or truly matter, however mm-hmm. you want to put it. But are there things I'm that not really into sh- adverbs today? So yeah, <laughs> no, it's not an it's a non adverb day. I think. It's a non adverb day. You never know what you're going to get. Full of, full um, of drama and twists and turns this podcast. <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen? So people say that there are certain things you shouldn't talk about at dinner or at whatever social events that people have that are fancy classy in life. good company you're not supposed to t- <laughs> sorry what was that life <laughs> I said life life yeah there are certain things that you're supposed to avoid what are the topics that are usually avoided well you know politics religion stuff like that like this stuff they say can maybe drive a wedge between you and your friends and family and you yeah. know in your relationships and why is that and Anyway, we kind of thought, hey, let's totally talk about that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> let's episode. talk. Let's just do it. Let's talk about that. So let's um, drive yeah. a wedge in all of our relationships <laughs> in this episode. Let's just push everyone away with our yeah. with our intense opinions. Yeah, yeah. yeah but really, so, let's talk about disagreements. You know, let's talk about exactly polarization. Yeah. So that's our topic for today. Um, so let's get this thing started. And we're back. Josh, I have a question for you. Okay, Aya. I think I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So do you have a hard time being friends with someone whose beliefs or values don't align with your own? You know what? This is is one of our questions of the day, isn't it? It is one of our Um, questions of the day. So beliefs or values don't align with your own. So me personally. Yeah, you personally. This is a really important question. I think it comes up a lot, actually. And especially nowadays, because... I don't know, at the time of this recording, for example, we're, we're recording this the day before the inauguration for a oh, new yeah. <laughs> Civil War. The day before the, I hope not. Who know, Actually, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. We Hopefully, everything yeah. goes nicely. But the day before <laughs> the inauguration of the new president in the U.S. And I, you know, I moved here to the U.S. eight years ago because I'm, I'm a dual citizen. So this is, you know, the politics of this country matter to me as well as Canada, um, which means I've seen some pretty crazy stuff through the last few years. Um, I mean, we all have because we have TV. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You've seen it all. I I, I like to feel like I'm right here, but I'm also in California, so maybe I have. I don't know. Yeah, 
you're as far as we are in Canada, but sure, go for it. Yeah, you've seen California, the, okay. the Canada of the U.S. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the warm tropical Canada of the U.S. Yeah, the warm tropical Canada of the U.S. Or desert-like, I don't know about tropical. Anyway. Desert. I don't know, the, I've never been. <laughs> you gotta come visit, Aya. You know, know, let's just make this episode about me trying to get you to come visit after the pandemic. I would love to. What am I supposed to do right now? Yeah. Well, um, that aside, after after I bother you about that, again, post-pandemic. Yeah, so there, there's definitely been lots to talk about here amongst people, but amongst friends. And yes, I actually, so to answer your question, I really like making friends with people regardless of their beliefs and, and stuff. Obviously, yeah. if your values clash so hard, like, for example, I'm not going to be making friends probably with somebody who like wants to kill all the jews like hmm. you know that that's is that not where a, you draw the line you think kill all the jews is, what if they just so want that's to kill well jews? here's the question though so that's, that okay? like, like, that's where we draw the line well you know it gets more complicated than that what if what if i don't think that's what they really want to do but somebody else thinks that their belief system basically means that mm, and okay. that's part of the argument it gets really complicated right um in that regard you know, I tend to be pretty forgiving and pretty understanding in the sense that I assume the best of people. I assume that they have good intentions, generally speaking, unless they're a psychopath. Yeah, I, I'd imagine that most of these people are, have good intentions. If they disagree with me, it's not coming from an evil place, right? Yeah. Even if I think they're wrong or if I think they're being kind of dumb about something, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, where, where do I draw the line with that? Well, I really think it's important to, you know, to have a, a larger, you know, to not keep, keep myself in some like confined bubble sure. with people yeah. within an echo chamber, as we talked about, right? An echo chamber. So, yeah. That's a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm all about, you know, getting out of those echo chambers and yeah, it's good to have disagreements. Even if, even if someone, even if someone thinks something totally different than you, even if, if it's something you'll never agree with, just having those conversations with those people keeps you sharper keeps you on your toes you know gives you helps you better understand your own beliefs yeah. you know it's it's and then of course at the end of the day you can often you can disagree with people and then like my dad we disagree about stuff all the time and then at the end of the day it's all right I love you bye yeah you know? yeah I've been in like yelling matches yeah. before and then it's like five seconds later we're laughing about something completely different and it's exactly over and everybody's fine <laughs> and I'm like oh okay I guess we're just gonna yell about socialism and then uh, go away yeah. <laughs> I, I mean it's, there's honestly you know just to say this quickly like my dad just to keep him on the phone like he'll he'll hang up that well he doesn't it's not he'll hang up the phone but finding stuff to talk about on common ground is mm-hmm. not always easy so arguing about stuff that we disagree on can keep us talking for a long time and at the end of the oh, day okay you All know right. we're talking a long time so it's you know, enhancing a, your your relationship it's I think it's enhancing our relationship okay Granted, do you think he feels saying, the I same think, way or I kind of I, I'd like to think so. I think over I think yeah. if he looks back on it and thinks wow I talk to you more than my other kids yeah I think you know you want to be the favorite think, hey you're vying for that top spot there <laughs> well and it's not a favorite it's just I live in another <laughs> country my brothers both live at home with him still so like in the same house make it sound like they're like which you know they're you know they've had jobs and stuff but <laughs> Uh, yeah they yeah, live yeah. in the same house we see them all the time yeah. you know yeah if I if yeah. I want to talk to my dad if I want to if I want to have a you relationship have to work with harder him, for it yeah. yeah so in essence I have to argue about politics with him yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, what about you, you, gotta do what I, you let, gotta me, do. let me throw the let me throw the question back right yeah 
so honestly, I, I think you have an awesome answer. And I, I think when I think about it, that is also, my answer is something like that. So, I mean, I love the idea of, and I, I really do try to assume that everyone is doing the best they can in terms of life. So, you know, you see someone and they're being like, in any case, really, like, even if someone's driving like a, like a dickhead, you're just like, well, they're probably doing the best they can. Who knows what's going on in their world, you know? So, I mean, I mean I what they're driving? Yeah, anything. I just know. Oh, so you're not an you're not an angry you're not an angry driver. Oh, I am, but I try to tell my. <laughs> this is this is the difference between like what I try to tell myself and what I what my like knee jerk reaction is. So what I try to tell I'm I'm starting with the good stuff, which is kind of what you said, which is like everybody's doing the. Well, best I have a they question can. though. Do you flip out when but, you're driving and people like cut you off? Are you one of those like, people? That's a or totally. I just want to know for a second. I think we all need to know. I don't think everyone needs to know about my driving anger. <laughs> no, okay. So listen, I come from a family of angry, angry drivers, angry people in general. I thought you were just going to say Israelis, which I thought was kind of the Also, same. it's equivalent, essentially. <laughs> I come from a family of Israelis, a, uh, also people who yell. So I will drive uh, every week. I drive my grandma to my parents' house and... So compared to my grandma, I am not an angry driver. I'm actually very calm. Compared to your grandma. Compared to my grandma. So I drive my grandma <laughs> home and she'll be like, this person's such an idiot. Look at this idiot. And it's just like, this idiot, <laughs> this person's an idiot. It's like last, last time I drove her, there was a man crossing the road and he had a walker. And she goes, look at this idiot walk. I was like, he, he's walking slowly because he has a walker. Do you, like, do you see that? And she's like, whatever he's still an idiot why doesn't he wait for the cars he doesn't need to press the button like she's pissed that he pressed the button to be able to cross the street I'm like lady come on uh, um and so in that we'll, state you're the you're the good you're the good get, you're I'm, the good job. I'm the calmest person you've ever met compared to that and I mean even yeah just in general and I I don't think I've done very much actually I have one more angry grandmother story this has nothing to do with anything but she was apparently she was driving in Israel at one point and um this like group of people in a like an SUV or something was were driving like jerks and they kept like cutting her off and like being uh -huh. uh, aggressive towards her so she drives to the police station and goes I want a gun and they're like why so she goes <laughs> what so <laughs> Yeah, what is the right answer to that? So she explains what happened. She's like, they were like chasing me. They were cutting me off. They kept doing that for like, like until, you know, she could get away from them. So can you say that I want a gun? And yeah. Oh, you there, can is say there a world it. where someone gives you a gun when you ask you for it? You can say whatever you want. They, of course, did not give her a gun. They were <laughs> like, yeah, we're not. So, so she tells them the situation and they go, so what would you have done in that situation with a gun? And this is her telling us a story. She goes, I would shoot them. And I was like, you would shoot them? She's like, they're tired. They're tired. So I'm like, <laughs> that's not better. So you're saying in that situation, someone's driving like I mean, that's technically better. And you're, it's technically better. You're going to shoot at their <laughs> tires while you're driving? Like, who are I'm just you? picturing your grandma out of the car. I picture you driving the car, actually, and yeah. her with the gun in the passenger seat. Yeah. And her going, like, pull up next to them. You're like, no, grandma, no. Oh she's like, God. do it. She's like, and she's aiming the gun out the window. I mean, this is just, I, I don't know. You know, it's, I'm a filmmaker. I'm picturing this scene. Honestly, it's very accurate. Anyway, so 
this wasn't supposed to be about my grandma, but yeah. Um, so that's a funny story that we like to tell about her. Of course, so they did not give her a gun. So you're not uh, an angry driver or? <laughs> so compared to her, Sometimes. I'm definitely not an angry driver. No, I'm not an angry driver. I think I try to watch it. I, I mean, I pick up on some things, you know how, so when I was in driving school, like, okay, this is the last thing I'll say, but like, I remember <laughs> no, I like whenever we did something that wasn't like what we were supposed to do, so like, you know, you're supposed to put your hands at 10 and two or nine and three. If you put your hands at the bottom of the wheel, the, our, my instructor would be like, you learned that from someone. And I'd be like, oh, I guess. So then I'd watch my dad and I'd see, oh yeah, he, he actually does that. So it's like that. Okay. I learned <laughs> <laughs> the anger. Okay. I had to unlearn it. Anger. So I've been so unlearning this anger. That. I'm still working on it. I think I'm, I, I don't think I'm an angry driver. I think why is this about my driving why is that what this podcast <laughs> i'm just curious i i don't uh, you know oh, i don't actually yeah. i we you did used to drive me to work sometimes yeah i did was i an together. angry driver i don't remember that's why i'm asking maybe you blocked it out i no, guess there I was no, there was or there was just maybe that's a good thing that maybe there was nothing to you know you maybe didn't, part didn't of you remembers that i was an angry driver okay so as a teenager i definitely was because i hadn't unlearned <laughs> it yet i'm just not an angry driver now Okay. See, I'm one of those people who say something happens. I'm just like, if someone cuts me off, I'm just like, uh, I'm like, why? Uh, oh, you don't even know. swear at them, like from. The I don't even sometimes. I. You don't honk. I. I okay. I bet I don't even honk. Compared I don't even to you. To you don't even think to honk. I forget. No, you my need to horn learn. doesn't exist until oh that's a really extreme situation. Josh, then you're I'm not like, an angry oh, yeah, enough driver. <laughs> uh, I just I think I'm always empathizing <laughs> with the people driving going he must you know he, he, okay, I, he so, almost killed me but you know he had maybe had to get somewhere exactly so <laughs> you're exactly what you're saying is exactly what in some part of my mind there's that voice saying like who knows like what's happening with that person so sometimes I'll feel so angry at a driver and then I'll kind of pass them and I look in and it's like this old lady or an old man or okay wait Let's try to paint a picture here. Like a frail old man, just hunched over. And I just think like, he's working so hard just to be driving right now. So I'm sitting there Whether judging Whether or not he should him. be driving right Whether now. Whether <laughs> or not he should be driving is another question. But yeah, so I mean. He's sitting on so how what many I mean like is, newspapers to see over the steering wheel? Yeah, like he's clearly just like, he's doing everything he can to just you know, and it's his last little bit of independence. He doesn't want that taken away from him. And who am I to judge him for his driving? Who knows what this man has been through? Anyways. He almost murders you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As he looks over before taking a gun and shooting on my tires. So um... <laughs> <laughs> he get, then, then you think, then he judges you while you're driving. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly, suddenly he's trying to run you off the road. <laughs> you're a stupid girl. Yeah. How did you know that that happened to me last week? Um, so anyways. <laughs> so what is this podcast about again? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so your approach to driving, actually, this does actually come back to our point. It ties in. I, I really want to assume that everyone is doing the best they can and that whatever is happening that to me just seems like stupidity is just, it's them living their life and trying to do whatever they can. You know, like who knows what people are going through? Who knows what? like led them to have those what seemed to me like ridiculous beliefs but I don't know I don't know their life I don't know and even if I did so I, I try to be as empathetic as you are the truth is I do have a very hard time 
being friends with people who uh whose opinions I don't respect like and I don't mean friends like a quick way low-key like you respect my opinion is what you're saying that is actually what I'm saying yeah so I mean close (laughs) yeah there you go I'm just that's all I'm getting from this Oh, you're just getting that that I respect your opinion. I well, respect obviously. my opinion. So, you know, so I can't, how can I judge you for that? Like at least, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Don't judge me. Don't judge me in my crazy. <laughs> I cut you off. So, Go, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. So in my inner circle of friends, I'm not saying acquaintances, mm-hmm. of course, usually when I meet someone and I find out that they have some weird belief and otherwise they seemed totally normal to me, I'm curious. My, my number one feeling is curiosity, but I also don't plan on asking that person for life advice or their opinion on my life because I don't care because I don't really respect their opinion you know what I mean in anything no in anything their judgment is not you, wait so wait their judgment is very it. questionable you think that if they believe some ridiculous things and everything they think about is is questionable then everything they believe yeah yeah so that's a that's an interesting point because like I, you say that and then like I think I'm very about, dismissive I'll just, I'm gonna straight up say it. like my dad and I have very we we differ and then it's like can I not trust my actually let's be honest some things I can't trust (laughs) no I should Uh, take that back a little because there are some no it's true you remember when we were kids you remember when we were kids and I went around this is perfect time to bring this up yeah please is this gonna be the um what was it rotating dictatorship yes yes exactly (laughs) when we were kids I can't I went around I remember coming to class and I was like guys Guess what? I guess what is just a fact you should all know. <laughs> Canada is a rotating dictatorship, <laughs> and yeah. everybody in the class was like, oh, "No, it's a democracy." We just learned <laughs> it was a democracy. It's wrong, yeah. and I'm like, "No, it is. It's a rotating dictatorship." And it's like, right. "Well, how do you know this, Josh?" It's like, "My dad told me." I don't even know if I even said that my dad told me. I think I just told everybody. Like, no, this is a fact. My dad, I, my dad said it. So in my mind, it's, it's I mean, I it's, did the same it's thing. real. It's a fact. Yeah. Rotating dictate. What does it I mean? I didn't mean, do right? that, but yeah, but no, <laughs> but I went, I went idea. to, do you remember? I went to the, I went to the teacher, the teacher, the teacher was like, Josh, Canada's a democracy. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's, a, it's a rotating dictatorship. Yeah. And it got so bad that anytime anybody ever said the word rotate, just the word rotate, they'd be like, uh, r- rotate, like, like, like a, like a rotating dictatorship. Yeah. It, do you remember right. at the end of the year in the yearbook where they'd be like quoted, every, everybody got quoted oh, no. the different things they said. It said like, Canada's a rotating dictatorship, <laughs> like in the yearbook as like Josh's thing. Lot. Yeah. I said, I looking back, I'm like, like, I, like so <laughs> later on, like I think, you know, as more as an adult, I came to my dad and I was like, dad, you don't just, like as a kid, you told me that Canada was a rotating dictatorship. He's like, it is. I'm like, okay. Despite the fact that I don't know if I, I, I don't agree with, I get what you mean now, why you're, you don't really mean that's a system of government. That's just how you feel it basically is turning out to be. That's just your, like, your, your, your understanding of, you know, the, the reality of our political system. But that's not, when you tell a kid that, he's like, oh, that's the, <laughs> that's the system of government of Canada, you know? And I don't even know if I agree, I agree with him about that, but like, that's, Anyway, that can have quite the effect. I'm so glad that you got to bring that up in this podcast. Because <laughs> I feel like that, that must have been weighing on me. That you was a here. thing. That's been that weighing on thing. me since I was a child. Yeah. Yeah, people who don't know me, didn't know me as a child. This was like a weirdly, this was like a thing about me. Josh yeah. would say that Canada is a rotating dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. That is, 
that's a vivid memory for me as well. Why did he say um, it? He said that because, it, why was that? Because he, he thinks that like, you can stay in, because I don't know, prime ministers kind of stay in forever if they keep getting voted in that way. And, right. and they have all this power. And if it's a majority government, they have all this power. Again, these are like the nuances that- We don't have to talk kid, about what don't. a rotating dictatorship is or isn't, <laughs> but yeah. I had, no, well, I had to like is, figure this out later. So I was like, I'm like, yeah. what the <laughs> hell was I saying? <laughs> I think, so that is a- that is a thing. And I mean, like, I also kind of took my parents' uh, opinions as truth. And I think that's pretty normal when you're when you're younger. And I should like hedge my statement that, uh, what did I say that? Yeah, if someone has a cr- one crazy belief, then everything they believe is questionable. Anything anyone believes is questionable. I would say like, I still value my parents' opinions, even though I intensely disagree with them on many is that because they're your parents like let's say let's say they weren't your parents let's say you had people that you disagreed with on the same level but they weren't your parents they were just somebody you were at work with right no so that's the thing like I know my parents well enough that I know what their strengths are so for example if I'm talking about like I don't know the Hebrew language like my mom's a Hebrew (laughs) teacher so I would ask her I still trust her expertise in that sense you know what I mean people have Mm -hmm. opinions that count for something whether or not all of their opinions or in this case I guess just not just like factual knowledge yeah factual knowledge but I mean I mean and she had like I, I of course I of course I respect my mom's opinion I don't know that it has to do with the fact that she's my mom I think I would in certain terms I have had to distance like in certain shit talk less about my mom but uh, <laughs> I'm hoping she won't look, get this far in the, in look, the look, look. my my, my yeah. dad is a forensic or was a forensic psychologist like what well respected mm. like forensic neuropsychologist yeah and I always thought wow like it must mean he must know everything and be right about everything mm. and you know what I nowadays I, there, there are things we disagree yeah. on and that's not necessarily a you know yeah. So, I mean, okay, maybe a better example. So I have a friend, like from my point of view, uh, like from my life. So I've got a friend who I respect her opinion very much, like in terms of advice, in terms of life in general, like she's wise. She's given me actually some of the advice that has stuck with me so much, like more than most people. And that probably has helped me a lot. So I very much value her opinion. And mm. somewhat recently I realized she is legitimately religious. Like she actually believes in Catholicism and um there well, you're were inferring a lot with that statement right there for anybody <laughs> listening <laughs> okay so I don't and I to me it's so you're, pre- you're pretty okay so for the record we're gonna get difficult into to... some oh yeah if you guys don't want to get into our belief system here a little bit some politics and religion uh now's the time to get off the train just so. skip ahead skip ahead to the next. well I mean so I I just think that when you meet someone or when you have someone that you're already friends with that you already respect their opinion on so many things. And then you find out this thing about them that doesn't have to be a big deal. And it, it's just that to me, someone who believes certain things as a rational adult seems uh, like something that I have to reconcile. And I mean, that's a, that's a very minor, I would say that's a very minor um, example because I mean, lots of people are Catholic or believe yeah, that or have Jesus, have blah, blah, blah. They believe that yeah. the blood of Christ trans like what is it? The wine turns into the blood of Christ every time they drink it, I, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, transubstantiation. Well, are we gonna? Do you know I don't also know. It's crazy. Anyways, 
I just remember, I just remember going to like, I had a girlfriend once where we, she, I went to her like Catholic, this is a, a long time ago where I went to her, her graduation and it was at a Catholic church. And as yeah. Jew, we, we grew up, we're Jews. Like we went to this little Jewish we are Jews, school. I mean, yeah. Jews, Jews have crazy beliefs too. I'm not yeah. scaring us. Yeah. Go well, on. so, so I just remembered, no, like to me, I don't know why, but churches have always been very scary places. This is like, oh, really? I don't know, especially love- like the big. They're beautiful, the but like, yeah. I don't know. There's something about them that are just, maybe just because in like all the movies and video games, it's like where the zombies mm-hmm. are. I don't know. But like, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, there, there are places where like, you know, your, your voice like echoes into like yeah. the others. But like, I, I just remember going there and, it's, and it was like a very somber affair, her graduation. And, and then I was sitting with her parents and they're like, all right, Josh, get on your knees now. I'm like, oh, do I? Um, but I'm, I'm Jewish. Like, so so like i had to like get on my knees at this church and yeah yeah, and then they're like all right now we're gonna like eat the jesus's or drink jesus's blood or something yeah eat eat his body the crackers his body and yeah it's a wafer not a cracker josh (laughs) i'm sorry i mean we're being so offensive again we're a couple of jews what do we know (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we're jews is a good enough excuse it's gonna be that's gonna be our excuse moving forward (laughs) yeah they taught they taught what us about, a lot of that Jewish school, but Christianity was not one of those things. We had don't to worry. learn about that. We'll but we met a lot of Christians in our life, so you know yeah, if we get I, it wrong, that you guys were all just really bad representatives, I guess. It's kind. Of, it's funny that you that you find the churches like as the as the creepy part, because actually that's my I love Catholic churches. I love visiting the churches in a in a town. Like I'm always like, woo, it's so awesome. Like that's what we we're okay. Do you remember of, when we were kids? Do you remember how we, you? like there's like these like overnight jewish camps yeah. like everyone would go to i mean yeah Did not overnight like sorry like month like you go for a month or two you go to these camp like camps like you go far away yeah you go to a ca- yeah, yeah. Camp. yeah what do you call that summer camp summer camp okay so you call it summer camp so for me summer camp is not that my parents there were are like, two different kinds that. of summer camp there's like overnight camp and then there's like day camp so here's the thing i never ever went to overnight camp i never got that experience Everybody You're in our not class. Out, in my every, well, everyone in our class. I feel like that was like a thing. Everybody oh, in our class got to go. I it's never a very did. Jewish thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. I went to day camp because I guess it was cheaper, and I did that. <laughs> and all the day camps, for some reason, took place in churches. So um, I would go to like I'd spend my day at like <laughs> like these Catholic churches at like Westminster Church or wherever it was, and. I remember they go around and sometimes just because we were there, they just assumed everybody was Christian. They'd be like, now we're going to pray to Jesus. And I was just like, and I'm like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Jewish. And like, you would, Josh, we're all, we, we're all, we're all, we all have flaws. You're like, excuse me, I killed Christ. Do I get to still pray? Or? Oh, no, <laughs> literally, I, we're going so off topic, but literally when I was a kid, I remember I was in a swimming pool with this, with this other kid. And this kid came up to me and he was like, you're a Jew, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you killed Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I did it. That was me. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Sarah Silverman has a bit that's like, um, that goes, uh, yeah, we killed him and you're welcome. Like you wouldn't have had this whole religion if we, I mean, she does it way better than that. But yeah. <laughs> You're you welcome. know, I wasn't fully formed yet. So, I, you know, That's nowadays, hilarious. oh, I have so many things I would say. Oh, man. <laughs> I, should we say it? Should we be saying these things? Like, I don't know that. 
Sure. This is this is just a story. This is a real thing. That All right. Happened, oh yeah. Know. No, I like your story. That's hilarious. <laughs> did you actually say yes? I did. I don't remember exactly how I responded. Okay. To be honest, it's more fun. I know it's it more fun to that think way. that that's how I okay. responded. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was pretty shocked just that this kid came up to me and was like, he accused me of being the reason. Be like fair. I personally, is that how he yeah. told it to me? Like you personally killed my savior. Oh, Josh. Well, how could you? That's what his parents clearly told. Why'd you kill his That's savior? The thing. <laughs> Why'd you, you do know, that? And then so we had mean. a nuanced discussion about... No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you were talking about basically how... What was I talking about? Um, you were talking about we, we have religious uh, beliefs. Oh, people, yeah. You have friends who are Catholic and... Yeah, so it, it was more like when I found this out, I remember feeling like there was a small rift. Be- rift? Not rift. There was a little rift between us because... I suddenly wanted to watch what I said because I didn't want to offend her. And you started walking on eggshells a little bit. I did. Yeah. Just like our eggshell yeah, game that we were talking about. A little eggshell chat last time. A little eggshell like, chat. Not, not for real, but like figurative eggshells. Yeah. Figurative eggshells. I was walking on figurative eggshells. And I mean, <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone, but I also like to just say whatever I'm thinking without having to. So it, it, it does affect the relationship. And I also wonder like, what, how did, how is it that she reconciles her intel? Like she's clearly super intelligent in so many ways. How does she manage all that? I'm, I'm honestly, I'm genuinely curious, but it also you, you does. Also, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it's fine. I I didn't thinking, you brought up a, no, no, I'm just saying you brought up a good point there. I just wanted to ask you, Yeah. like, is that a thing? Like you kind of just kind of touched on it, but there's a certain comfort in being able to say whatever you want with certain people. Yeah. And, and certain fr- you want friends that you feel like you can just be, you know, say whatever Yourself. and they, yeah. they get it. Yeah. So do you think that plays a big role for you? If you feel you can't do that with some people, you don't pursue those friendships or, or you feel like. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I already at baseline worry about what I say. So for me, the best friends that I have are the people around make you feel comfortable I don't yeah I don't have to worry I can just say whatever I feel and they know because we have sort of like a base value system they know that I don't mean anything like yeah they assume good intention they assume good intentions but if someone if I'm attacking their religion and that's like a deeply held belief for them I mean I don't blame them for being but it's like is it it's easy for you to just attack religion sometimes because that's kind of what you like to do it's just or? so much fun and so easy because like <laughs> there's so much there um <laughs> look i'm a com- i like i joke about literally anything and everything so i i, love I get that and I, things, I yeah i get the the most hot water i've ever get into with anybody is because i like to make jokes about anything mm. you know and you know there's there's some li- there's some sort of it all depends on whether someone assume you know one assumes you have good intentions and two believes that you really understand something before you make the joke about it. Right. Right. So that's the thing. I mean, I am offended by some things. It's, it's not like I'm offended. What offends (laughs) you? People always think that about me. I, and I'm, I'm glad that that's the idea, but like, yeah, I can be offended. Like, I mean, Can can you tell us some of the things that offend you? Well, I mean, I've had someone use like derogatory like no. terms for uh, <laughs> like if it's a derogatory term for uh, a race of people. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course, you say of course. 
But some people would say that, why, why that, right? Like that's, of course, I agree. Well, you're, are you, off you're offended on, on those people's behalf or just yeah. like offended I'm, that they would, yeah. It just bothers me that someone is using a word like that, especially, yeah, like I, it's usually like a white dude, no offense. Actually, I don't it's care. Usually, um, <laughs> you know, usually is. Fucking white dude though. <laughs> it's using some language that I, honestly, I don't want to repeat any of them, but like that's, there's a line there and I, yeah. and I'm, I remember response. So this is an example just from a conversation I had with someone and he made a joke and I was like, no, I don't <laughs> like, no. And he was like, Oh, sorry. I thought you basically thought like I didn't get offended by anything. And I was like, well, when you're using a term like that towards an entire people. Yeah. And it wasn't even my, mm -hmm. like, it doesn't, Actually, if it's my own people, I'm less likely to be offended. Yeah, if it's us, you're like, yeah, I can take. You want to make you want to make jokes yeah. about Jews, sure, I can. Although I take it better <laughs> from other Jews than from. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, again, it depends what we believe. They believe like there was. I, I went to work. Yeah. I went to work at where my old job. I used to. <laughs> there was uh, there was this girl. I really liked this. This actually ties in nice. There was this. There was this girl who worked there who was super sweet. Like I love her. She was so nice, oh. right? She was always so cheerful and and peppy and oh, those people are not cheer. Go ahead. Well, such cheer to the workplace. But then, like when she found out I was Jewish, she she still like treated me well. But she just was like, oh, but like the Jews though, they're the like they they're kind of like you know, they own, they're the ones, you know, you guys like own all the banks and you guys oh, own all the man. media and you, yeah. you know, she, she just, it was like a natural, like, of course, belief. And I was like, yeah. well, I'm like, no, I mean, that would, it, where's my bank? I would like a bank. I want to, <laughs> yeah, I want like, a bank. Well, I am uh, working here. So maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm delivering food right next to you. Yeah. Um, she's yeah. like, you, do you think that's where Jews, all her pets? The other Jews. I'm like, well, can you introduce me to some of these? Cause like, <laughs> yeah. I need to be looked out for man yeah. <laughs> do you think that's where all her pep came from like the that like knowledge listen to a lot of conspiracies it just like gave her this lightness because she got to blame the jews you know maybe sure maybe I, well, I think conspiracy theory is a big yeah people like to not people don't like to not know things or to not have a full picture of things they like right. to fill in all the blanks and they like to see patterns and things so for sure that's you know, why conspiracies conspiracy help people theories, fill in yeah. all the blanks yeah for them, it makes them feel more comfortable and helps solve their cognitive dissonance, for you sure. know. But that that could be a whole. You could be talking like my own. I don't want to talk about all the people I know. You know, I have family members who are kind of conspiracy theorists. I have good friends. I think are conspiracy. Now, often my those friends won't good be friends conspiracy theorists. I have. Right. Yeah, it, it depends. But there are people I I'm think... very close to who are okay. who do believe in some conspiracies. You know, it depends on what they are. I don't have like really close friends who think that like the Jews are the biggest evil in the world. Like that's mm. not necessarily going to happen. Except for but... me, because I think that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a joke actually that a, a rab my, my rabbi friend here said, he told me about, I don't know if you've heard this. He said, um, he said, you know, the difference between anti-Semites and Jews. He said, you're supposed to say what, Josh? Uh, what, Josh? What's the difference? Uh, he said anti-Semites hate all of the Jews except for the ones that they know. And Jews love all of the Jews except for the ones that they know. <laughs> That's funny. 
That's a good joke. Good. I told that one to my dad. My dad's like, who's yeah. true? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I do appreciate it. That's, that's right. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't love any of the Jews that I know. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's true. I can't think of one. I like, oh, I guess you're all right. Um, so. <laughs> no, but that's, yeah. So I don't know. You were, you, were, you were saying before, I've cut you off so many times. So. I don't remember what I was saying. No, I think it's okay. I think so. Like coming people who are belief systems, back. religious belief systems. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, I do try to understand people, but I, I think a lot of the time it's, well, one, like I said, it's hard to, to really be close to them as a friend because I kind of censor myself or I kind of question their judgments in a way. Um, and unfortunately, I also come off as a jerk sometimes because I'll say something like, but you're smart. How do you believe blah, blah, blah. <laughs> do you yeah, say that? Sometimes. And it's like, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll say that to like some people. I'll say it's like, usually if you're smart. How did you vote for? Yeah, exactly. I think it's not yeah. that uncommon, but I really, I shouldn't do that because it's really like, that's not a very, I mean, obviously we don't need more divisiveness in the world, but my point initially was the way you were talking about how, you know, you like having friends of different opinions. I want to be like that, but realistically I'm not. Um, and I mean, if I meet someone I mean, this is a whole other thing, but if I meet someone on a first date who likes Trump, I'm like, boom, done. No brainer. Like, <laughs> whereas I had making former really relationships easy. where I found out like <laughs> that they that they voted for Trump. And yeah. I actually. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and in that, I mean, I don't want to like we can for the record, both want, of us are on the same page about about of that. Of course. Yeah. No. But so, I mean. Uh, what my point with people having opinions like that is even if so even if this girlfriend let's say didn't actually believe in all of those things the fact that she voted for him did have an underlying problem that that is probably part of the reason why maybe you weren't compatible like she believed her parents more than she believed you know what's interesting intelligent people Sorry. You say that this yeah. brings up, but no, no, it's interesting you say I, that because also I, I, I brings, maybe I have something I can relate to in the sense that like, I told you that I would just like reiterate whatever my dad said. Right. But you right, were a when kid. I was younger. Yeah. Okay. But you, we say that as adults, we don't, we still do that sometimes. Different people do that into their adult, you know, when I was like early twenties, I remember basically when I came to LA and since I'd been here on my own, living away from my family, I've become a pretty like, we'll say liberal dude. Like <laughs> I'm a You're pretty, chill. I'm pretty, I've become pretty, I don't know. Maybe it's the empathy or just, you know, yeah. whatever it is. I just, I really, the I would not era. say I'm very conservative. I've become, I've moved pretty, pretty left. We'll say, I don't know. I, the whole left, right thing is so not nuanced, but you know, I, I, since I've done that, but when I lived back at home, I used to vote in Canada, for example, based on what my dad voted for. Right. I did. Looking back no, up until I was in my, even in my, in my oh, 20s. even in your 20s? Okay. Yeah, that's I fair. lived at I home mean... and I, just, I, I believed, I thought I was, I thought it was just my own opinion. Yeah. But I, I was, again, this is what I, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't separate the, I didn't have enough understanding of the world and, 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 you know, the, the boundaries of, of everything, right? I was, in a certain echo chamber growing up as well, right? Mm. So I, I could understand that. And look at, like, if my dad disagrees with me, let's say politically on stuff, or other people do, when we get to understand, just kind of like you touched on this, 
it's not always so simple it's that we, we paint everybody with the same brush. Like if my dad, for example, let's say didn't vote for the liberal guy, <laughs> you know, but does that mean that he is like a really staunchly conservative? My dad is not, he's actually pretty, I think he's a pretty liberal guy too, mm. you know, socially and all that. People have their key issues. They have their right. key things that matter to them and they will, and they will often make decisions based on those, yeah. those key issues. And whether or not now they just tend to basically they prioritize those things above all else. And that's where right. the disagreement can come in. Right. And people also have a habit of they don't you know, they don't want to solve their cognitive dissonance. Yeah, it makes sense. And I, I'm being a little bit harsh because, I mean, I I value figuring out your own opinions on things. But it is the easier route. And not not everyone spends their time sitting around thinking about everything and not everyone should. But of course, it's a much easier route to to believe what your parents believe or to vote the way your parents vote. When I told my parents, I think this was a year or two ago, whenever the last election was, when I told them who I was voting for, they started yelling at me. And I, I was getting yelled at by three angry Israelis, Oh, my, my parents and my grandmother. And it was like, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, you this and this. I was yeah. like, suddenly right, you're the minority so, at the table. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I understand like, even if you're not being yelled at, like, I understand the pressure of wanting to feel that you belong to your family or to feel that, or having a single issue and feeling like that is important above all else. Like, I mean, my grandma votes based on one issue and she's voting based on a different country, like based on how the government is for a different country. And I say, but we live in Canada. And she goes, my heart doesn't live in Canada. So I'm like, okay. At least she's, at least she's aware that that's, the case, you know what a lot of other people have to do is they have to, like, if there is one issue, let's say, that they agree with, yeah. pe- people often think that if there's, like, two sides and one is right and one is wrong, right, yeah. and their brains start to try to justify all the other stuff, if there's one important thing that it, they agree with, they yeah. either justify all of that stuff and they go, well, there must be a good reason for this, this, and this, and this, because I think they're right about that. Yeah. And those other people who are wrong about this Therefore, when they say something I agree with, they must, there must be some ulterior motive there. There must be some, yeah. you know, and they have For to sure. solve their cognitive dissonance instead of just saying, yeah, sometimes the people that we really like say things we disagree with and the people that we don't like, you know, for example, I, yeah, I, I think Trump is a narcissistic, like, like, yeah, pathological liar. Like, it's oh. obvious to me. It's obvious to me. Yeah. Other people are going, what? No. But like, the to really? me, again, are other people beliefs. going, what? No. Yes, I've been. I feel like I get gaslit when they say that, but yeah, there, there's people who believe that, yeah. you know, or it becomes a whataboutism about the other guy. But, mm. you know, I believe that to be the case. But I like to play this little game with people. I think this is good for our, this is good for us to do. I often will ask people who think like me, tell me um, a few good things, maybe three good things that you think that Trump did. Mm. Right? It, sometimes I totally go, people like, they're like, what do yeah. you mean good? He's never done anything good. Again, I think he's a pathological, lying, narcissist, con man, right? But that's a very important, like even a broken clock is right twice a, twice a day, right? So like, it's important to note, if, is there nothing he's done that has been good in the years he's been here? And this is Just where- so we start repellent to realize, as a human that yes. you, it's hard to even- I think he's a rotten person, yes. 
you know, but that's a whole whole other thing. Okay. Some people, yeah. they go, it doesn't matter who they are as a person yeah. as long as their policies are. That's my dad's argument, you know. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, okay, okay, so. I don't care if a dog, I'm, if the surgeon is a, I don't care if he <laughs> cheats on his wife and does all this stuff as long as he's a good surgeon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, people will say that. So, okay, that's a fair argument. Let's say that's a, that's a fair argument, whether that's the case that here is another, another story. <laughs> for a but, hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people, I think, can at least agree he's not a great person. Uh, that there's a there's a decent you know but then they'll say well none of them are they're politicians that's another thing so there's me not being a okay yeah we're not gonna yeah but I'm but I'm, I'm talking about Go people ahead. who agree with me sort of at least right. on my side and I ask them okay can you tell me can you name a few good things that Trump has done right and that they usually like oh my god no how could I and I'm like all right well then you are following a little bit into this echo chambery hmm. kind of um side as well it doesn't right. just to, to label some good things that somebody you don't agree with or you think is bad has done does not mean that you agree with them. But right. that's what our brain tells us sometimes. If we yeah, it's like know, an all a or good nothing side and an evil side. But yeah, my favorite politician that I that I was really into this past uh, election, who you know he didn't get he didn't get in, but um, Bernie. But anyway, <laughs> Bernie. You know, so <laughs> Bernie. Bernie. Anyway. The uh, I, I not like there's a lot. There's like 98 percent of stuff I feel like I agreed with this guy on. That's like yeah. more than ever. But that like one or two percent that I didn't yeah. are some important things to me. And people often there's people who are against that person who will say to me like, "Oh, so you're so you so you agree with uh, with this about him then? You know this this right this thing?" And I'll be like, "No," and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "No, I don't agree with that." And they'll say. Well, then why are you, what, what do you mean? Why are you voting for? I'm like, because I, you know, I did the math in my head and I agreed with most of the things. Right. And the other thing that I don't, you know, you have, you have what, two options basically, or three yeah. options, like you have very few options in for sure. politics, for example. Yeah. Like, and I you, mean, it's, you, yeah. It's definitely a mistake to think that anyone who believes or who votes for this person agrees with a hundred percent of that. But you're right. We do tend to think in that black and white sort of, oh, if they vote for this person, then they believe all of this stuff and everything about them is terrible. And of course, that's not true. Or, I mean, I'm taking it to an extreme. I know that's not exactly what you were saying, but mm -hmm. um, there is a thing, like you were talking about cognitive dissonance. And I have read something like, this comes from, this comes from Jonathan Haidt's uh, The Righteous Mind, Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion. It's actually published in 2012. So that's pretty... That's a while ago now. Um, yeah. But one of the things that he talks about is how our beliefs and our belief systems come from intuitions. And then the rational thought comes after. So it's like we already feel what we believe. So then we have to then, justify it. And then we justify it with rational thought, which makes a lot of sense to me. Because I think I, think I was listening to Ben Shapiro say something, basically ew. give himself away a little bit. I know you a little bit. <laughs> well, to be honest, there are some things I agree with with Ben Shapiro. Like mostly uh. no, but... This is a guy who says, I already believe in some of these religious things. So then I have to, you know, anti-gay marriage or whatever it is, right? So then he has to justify his belief. I'm not making this up. He said exactly. This. He said basically. So that he's admitting. Was, he's like, I yeah. Yes. That's the thing. That, there is no rational. A lot of the time there's no rational, like, especially in our prejudices. There's no nothing rational about any of those. They don't make sense. But it's a feeling that people have. And they find their brain is like, all right, I already believe this. How do I get to this point 
from like some sort exactly. of supposedly rational they have a narrative and they have to kind of follow their narrative a little bit people like they already wrote the ending and they have to get there yeah yeah Yeah. people like to think they're open-minded and they're not truly usually open-minded and maybe we aren't (laughs) maybe we aren't we like to believe we're better than that too but there's got to be things where we've got to be a little better but this type of self-aware look this discussion right here is supposedly helpful you know and also i find that if you really are right about something and you want to change somebody's mind Right. And by the way, this is, again, this is why I do, I do like to talk to people who disagree with me. And usually let's say we disagree on something. It's not like I talk to them and suddenly they're like, Oh my God, you're right. Oh my God. Or or I say, I suddenly change my opinion. Right. But what happens is you both present your side of things, right. You have your argument, debate, whatever it is. Right. You hug it out, you leave. And then that night, whoever has trouble sleeping, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it's yeah, kind of true, right? You, you kind of stay up thinking a little bit about what the other person said and it kind of stays with you a little bit. And, and then what you said stays with them. And what I've noticed is sometimes when somebody really does have an impact of what they're saying, it, it does do something. Even if I disagreed strongly in the moment, mm-hmm. the next time I'm, I'm debating somebody else who's more on my side, I start to incorporate that point of view yeah. of yeah. the person. Yeah, I was arguing with before I'm like well you have to understand they think kind of like because it does make sense yeah. that you know and suddenly I'm like oh my god this is how I'm starting to see how we can like well how you know be a little malleable here yeah and, and how this empathy works it's not like we suddenly completely change our points of view but over time we start to find a, that that empathy allows for a better understanding it's almost like it moderates your own opinion a little bit so like I would still, mm-hmm. I might still believe this, but if someone comes at me with that same opinion as me, I'm like, I agree, except it is good to understand this other, um, especially when someone's talking from personal experience, you know, like when, mm-hmm. when someone is like, uh, you know, we can say that healthcare is something, something, but if they have a very specific experience, I can't be like, oh no, that didn't happen to you. And it doesn't matter. It's like, exactly. You oh, have to believe people's, yeah. ex- people's experiences often or what you know, inform their opinions. Now, and it, yeah. we, we learn also as scientists, you know, your anecdotal experiences are not statistics, are not science, you know what I mean? You might have, you experience they do matter. what people widely experience, but it does matter. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, and it, like, it's important, let's, like, since we're getting specific at this point, you know, we're talking about like Trump and stuff. Yeah. Like, like you and I probably have, I think we probably agree on like healthcare to me, is like one of the most important topics and subjects. Yeah. Having access, you know, to healthcare for every everybody having easy access to that and it not costing them money in any way. Like that's yeah. one of the most important things and I'll often vote based on that, right? I think that's a literally a life-saving thing, right? For other people though, you let's say, uh, for anybody who's wondering like, who are all these people you know that vote for Trump, <laughs> like our friends that, like, that, yeah. that would vote for Trump? Like, again, we're Jews. And one of the things that we, you know, we went to this Jewish school growing up and, you know, we're very, one of the things that matters to us and our people is, uh, you know, state of Israel, you know, especially after, you know, what happened to our families and our, you know, during the Holocaust and everything, this, this little country matters a lot to, to us, right? It, it means a lot. It has a big weight and it's constantly feels like it's under an existential threat, right? And so this is something that, becomes you know because it feels like it's tied to this existential uh question about our people 
it often becomes the number one priority for, for uh, you know, for a lot of people, including a lot of Jewish people and friends and family. So they will vote on who they think, let's say, is the most pro-Israel or pro, you know, at least <laughs> doesn't, they don't feel like is a threat to our, our people in that sense, right? Um, you know, rightly or wrongly, that's, that's the, the belief there. And of course, I get that. We, grew, we both get that, right? We grew up with this, you have Israeli family, whether or not we- I feel very uncomfortable with the question. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to say I, this in a way that like, I'm just, I just, I'm just speaking from the, really, the angle I resent. of it. Yeah, okay, go, yeah, go for you it. Know. No, I, I don't even want- <laughs> Yeah, you have a lot of, I know you have a lot of beliefs about this. Yeah, it's- Yeah, <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole lot of layers and nuance to this, but that's too kind much. of a- <laughs> But if you ask like, you ask a lot of the people we know who, 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 would, who would vote, they're like, it's, it's, it's that simple. Sometimes it comes down to how much they think they are a threat to the Jewish people and our people, right? And our country. Um, and so that, and once that, and because they often tie that in with being like the right, the good people, the good side is the one who, who supports this thing, then the rest of it must be good too. Or the other person must be extra bad, you know? And it becomes very polarized. And it, you, you, you know, part of the, what contributes to that polarization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're afraid to like, <laughs> to I, don't want, I don't, I don't, even I was like, I, I feel like I was walking on eggshells here and I'm talking to you. So yeah, <laughs> I honestly, I just like, I, I think I haven't, maybe I haven't sorted out my own feelings on those. Cause I, I mean, yeah. So I don't, I don't feel like airing my, mm-hmm. Um, well, I didn't tell you exactly what I thought, but I, I guess the, what, I'm, what I was just pointing out is what one of the reasons people will, you know, have they have these single issues that single issue come voters, to the forefront yeah, that I they gotcha. vote for. Yeah. yeah, that they vote for. To them, it's not really a single issue. It's every issue under their, it's but their life. Under that yeah. umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's life or death in that regard. Whereas I also see if it's about healthcare, it's life or death too. It just right. depends on what you focus on, yeah. right? Some people think existential threat to my people, life or death. I think healthcare, I think life or death. You know, yeah. when it comes down to it, we all have different priorities. And but when you understand that's where people are coming from, you could have mm-hmm. a much better discussion instead of going, well, you're an idiot. You voted for that's that true. guy. Yeah. You know, even if on the surface, it seems that way. Now, some people yeah. are really ill-informed. And I think it's ignorant. The ignorance is, yeah. I, I don't know, it's just ignorance, you know. Sometimes it is. But I mean, it's also I, sometimes you you don't want to like dismiss people as ignorant as well because maybe they are yeah. maybe they do know exactly what's going on and they still decide whatever it is right so like yeah yeah anyway and I, I you mean, know I know people who are that who are very intelligent people that I respect yeah it makes sense crazy sometimes in this day and age I know really intelligent people that I respect that voted for that guy you know yeah. that did that that would vote for that person and you go how do you respect some there are people who are it's that polar because this is a good we're talking about this now with the inauguration coming up he's that polarizing of a figure right you know to me when people often talk about when they say no everything's great I don't know what you're talking about I feel like I'm being gaslit I feel like they don't see what I've seen for the last few years I've become more political because it's been so obvious to me you know there's that big joke like I know the name of every single person in this administration and it's like I shouldn't know that I don't want to know the name of every person. Something is not going well if you know yeah. the name of every person in every uh, committee. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I don't want to know who the head of the EPA is, but I do because, <laughs> yeah. or, or the education. Yeah, I wish I didn't have to deal with it. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah I w- if you don't know their names, it doesn't mean it's going well, but it means it might not totally be crashing. It's going well enough. <laughs> yeah. It's no, going. It's true. Yeah, I would like to go back to being more ignorant because then it's running decently enough. That's how I kind of feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then you can live your life instead of being, you know, like in it. So, I mean, yeah. let's leave aside. That's very controversial. Let's move to a less controversial. What do you think about don't wanna, belief in God? Don't want to get controversial. <laughs> <laughs> you know, notice how I always um, sidestep my person, sometimes sidestep what I personally do. Like, oh, people. Tend to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> belief in God. Well, here's the, oh, so basically, where I guess what we're trying to, what we're talking about here is do you, do you not make, like, again, I have friends who have different religions. Okay, you know, here, here's, here's a better, <laughs> here's the one where I, it's some, it actually has caused me some strife because people have a, there are some people who have a very strong belief in astrology. Oh yeah, that's um, a great one. Oh man, thank great, you. Right? That's such a, we're talking about yeah, differences in beliefs. Yeah. Astrology, right? You know, horoscopes, like I'm a Pisces. To me, it's like a, I laugh. Like there's yeah. no scientific backing to any of this stuff based on the month you were born doesn't determine your personality in that way you know um people believe this very strongly and some of my very very close friends believe this stuff and really? yeah I've, I've yes and I have been I, it, again I live in LA so that should yeah that's actually <laughs> There's, I'm, it's I'm even actually, bigger I'm here. always I, surprised when people say that I'm like oh are you sure like you, people you I don't think I know anyone who believes in astrology Oh my God. I know people. And not only that, I've actually been, I like to think of myself as, as as sensitive to people's beliefs and understanding. And honestly, I've been truly insensitive when it comes to this stuff. I'll be like, I I think I've basically said like, Oh, me, you believe that? That's stupid. (laughs) That's stupid. Like, you don't tell me you don't believe this. It's ridiculous. You know, I don't say someone tells me I'm a Mormon and I believe this. I'm not going to, even though it's no, not but if they say I'm a Pisces and I, I believe this, with. you're like fucking. Dick. <laughs> yeah, if they say I'm a Mormon, I'll be <laughs> like, oh, you? it's interesting. Uh, yeah. You know, I I'll be sensitive, but if they're like, yeah, because uh, then there's, I often will That's also actually... follow it up with, do you? There's people who believe like, oh my god, you're this sign, we can't be friends. No, so so actually, I'm or... thinking like, this is this that you've hit on something very good because like, okay. Mormonism and astrology, both pretty crazy. Why don't we treat? We <laughs> I don't even want treating... to say it on the podcast because there might be because that's a <laughs> this belief I don't system. Care. This I don't mind. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> by the way, side 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 note digression. I remember there'd be like these Mormon girls that would always like come up to me at school and like try to get me to and sign their Bible. It's ridiculous. I always thought it was ridiculous, Bible? but for some reason, Mormons were like always the most attractive people i don't know what it is well they, they look really for recruited. the attractive ones and then they they got the attractive like, people so they're like hey do you want to chin, come to the chin like later on <laughs> what is it i don't even remember if that was the case but yeah they'd be like you want to come to this like event and i'm like i'm like my logical <laughs> side is like um no but then i'm like you know we could have some interesting discussions yeah yeah <laughs> oh <animal>. man <laughs> so easy sorry you were saying Get a pretty girl. Even Mormonism starts to look reasonable. Now you know um, how. Now so... you know. Now you know how all of it spreads. Because all the prettiest that's... people believe in astrology, right? So that's the thing. Yeah, I was thinking like, okay, all so we're actors. saying 
Mormonism, uh, we're saying astrology is very easy to dismiss. And then like, I forget exactly how I was going to say it. I had the perfect well, words. Well, belief, well the thing is a belief. Basically what I, I was going to say. <laughs> it's okay. You didn't go for your run. I didn't go for my run. And yeah. I'm not, look at all and this coffee. I'm drinking all this coffee. coffee. Oh my God. Um, is should we be treating, we either start, we either start treating religions like astrology or astrology like religion. Because let's be honest, it's all crazy. Are we respecting people's <laughs> beliefs or not? <laughs> like, let's because, be honest, it's all crazy. These are the things I've been avoiding saying because <laughs> this again, well, here's the thing about come on, here's the thing about faith, faith. To me, you know, when it comes to faith, belief system, I need some respect. If it's something, faith, if it's unfalsifiable, sorry. if it's something that you believe, if if you believe something that can't be like we don't know the answer, I know. Then I understand. We have. Then you have faith. Then I understand. Okay. There's an, I understand that faith, right? But if there's like an objective, easy answer, like a scientific understanding that that is wrong for sure, then that belief is harder for me to swallow, right? But there's like so, a pretty, like, example, if you use a brain, it's pretty easy to like, <laughs> well, let, let, let me say, like, if somebody religions. believes in God, right? Okay, I'm not saying belief in God. No I get, God, right? All right. So, I like, can't, uh, sure, no, there's, that makes, in fact, I'd love to believe it as a God. You know, I, don't I would know love what to. I, there's a difference between believing in God yeah. and believing in very very, specific yeah so i mean we all laugh at scientology but that's Mm -hmm. just because it's it's a newer religion i'm stealing this from this is a sarah silverman bit but like (laughs) the only reason we laugh at astral at um scientology is because it's it's a new it's not any crazier than the other religions yeah i mean i'd like to believe that i think i do think that there are ones crazier than others i just kind of (laughs) do i think people can be just as crazy about them but you here's the thing about astrology i get so frustrated with astrology but it's also one of the most harmless i I mean it's a weird one but i mean some people also treat like i know we we mention myers-briggs a lot and i i i defend it usually but i also have seen people treat it like astrology like oh that person's an istj i'm never going to be able to right i'm like again you can use it for some things but it's not a it's not an exact science there are there is a little bit of Back it's better summer, so i'm not why. i shouldn't even compare it but, but like yeah no but here's the thing astrology okay <laughs> like there's people here's what's weird people who believe in astrology often think religion is ridiculous <laughs> really you know they'll they'll like oh, they, yeah they crap on religious people going oh my god how could they believe this religious like, that's what it gets astrology. me sometimes i'm like you are pretty religious so like, do you think you no know, i'm spiritual there's a difference oh and... do you think we have an astrology like what's our there must be something that I believe then that's you and I are you know. Capricorns but <laughs> no no I mean like <laughs> I what I mean is what's our astrology is like what's what is that thing that what's we our believe belief? that is crazy to some people like th- there must be our if it's okay well what I'm saying the is if, if there are people who believe in evidence I don't I I don't think I only believe in evidence-based things that's probably not true at all like but I just I believe in things that are seem rash. Like, I don't know. You have to use you use your common sense. You use the scientific method. Sense, you use these things, you thinking. know, to figure out the truth. You also, if you're a truth seeker, in the yeah. sense that you really, it's again, we all analyze the world kind of in in different ways, and we have these tools. And some people's tools are a book, and other people's tools, you know, and a book just kind of makes yeah. sense to them. And other yeah. people say, well, I can't trust anything goats. unless it. Capri- <laughs> hmm? Stupid goats. I think if I wasn't, if That's I weren't it. a Capricorn, That's maybe it. I would consider astrology. It's just you know, such a shitty one. Thing. It's people, such a worse. They always say to me, 
they always say. It's such a terrible. I'm like, they're like, well, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this astrology stuff is ridiculous. And they're like, yeah. well, what sign are you? And I'm like, I'm a Capricorn. And they're like, well, that's because you're a Capricorn. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's because we have a the Capricorn shittiest would one. Say that. Yeah, nobody who has a Capricorn wants to believe in this stuff. I mean, if I were to pick like an <laughs> astrology type thing, because I mean, in in Chinese astrology, we're dragons. Huh? So that uh, are we like, though? I think we're actually. No. I don't know about you. I'm a snake. No, you're not. So I think I'm a snake. Yeah. Shut up for a second. So <laughs> you're incorrect. Wait, okay. I, are we? Wait, am I a snake and you're a dragon? Because I don't up. think we can be friends. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so people, technically, people born in 1989 are snakes, except that we were born. So the Chinese New Year starts in February. We were born in January. Of wait, are we actually we dragons? dragons? I thought it. Yeah. Are you sure? Because I looked this up once and I'm, I thought we were, and I was like, 100%. I would totally rather a bit. Are you sure it's not because you really wanted to be a dragon? I'm 100% and you made this sure. No, I don't want to be. 100%. Now that I'm a dragon, I have to question whether or not I believe in some version of astrology because they're awesome. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to look this up like, literally right now. I'm going to look, look this up. up. Okay. Up. What is this? Chi- born in 1989, January. Just look up Chinese horoscope and you'll find all the Chinese horoscope. Okay. What are we? 1989 Chinese zodiac Earth snake. Therefore, oh, people born in 1989. Okay, but which calendar? But what month? Are born from February 6th, 1900. Oh, yeah. People who are born from January 1st to. You're right. I know. I mean, of course of you course were right. I'm right. I thought. Of course I'm right. Okay. I really would have rather. I'm so, I'm so happy now. I'm a dragon. You know, never mind. But why school, are I you like happy? Astrology. This is I like astrology. astrology yeah. Never mind. I'm into no, it. No, but now. Chinese astrology is way cooler. Plus, also. So honestly, it's partly because we're dragons. I think if I were a, if I were given ox or whatever the fuck those other ones are, I'd be like, fuck this, it's bullshit. <laughs> but I would give it a dragon. That, that one has an awesome description. So I'm like, yeah, sorry, I'm a dragon. Like, so By maybe the way, that's... <laughs> it's true. But also... <laughs> that's what it is. If you're you know a what? man so people... and, you, and wanna... you believe in Mormonism, you're like, this is pretty cool. Like, I can just, I can have seven wives. No, I'm just kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> have have you heard of the P.T. Barnum effect? No, please tell me. The P.T. Barnum effect. So this is, you know, for example, you ever, you know, we read horoscopes, even happens a little bit with the INTJ, the Myers-Briggs stuff, right? Yeah, so you read them and you go, oh my God, that totally describes me. Mm -hmm. And they go, maybe there's something to this after all. And people who believe it will tell you that. Like, um, I, like, if it's not true, how come it makes so much sense when I read it? And there's How a bit come of it told a me I was going to wake up this morning and then I did? Huh? <laughs> now, well, that's the thing. The thing about the P.T. Barnum, P.T. Barnum is, yeah, I don't know if anybody's seen the movie The Greatest Show- Show- Showman. Um, I have not. I don't know if you've seen The Greatest Showman. I mean, I'm assuming stars... you're talking to me. You said anyone. Me and my cat, neither of us have seen it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Anyway, he played okay. P.T. Barnum, right? I've seen uh, the, he was a... or the trailers for it. I just haven't Anyway, seen it's based on, he was like a circusy guy. P- it's called anyway. the P.T. Barnum effect because gotcha. basically it plays into this, this fallacy, right? That we tend to believe, like if there's descriptors that are vague enough mm. that kind of describe everyone, we tend to really think that that's personal or personalized to us. So for example, it might, and they'll tend to say things like, you know, you really, you get along with most people, but sometimes it's a little bit too much, you know, they're, they're a bit too much mm-hmm. for you. You yearn for excitement, but sometimes you just like to stay inside. You're like, oh my God, that's me, you know? Yeah. And I mean, all yeah. of this stuff kind of applies to most people. <laughs> and if there's one that doesn't, you say, well, okay, but well, most of it does. That's true. And, yeah. And okay. our brains tell us that 
you know, whatever the thing is, we tend to uh, apply it to ourselves. And this is the, I'm doing a really bad job of explaining it, but this is the piece. No, it Barnum makes sense. Effect. I don't even know. I didn't know what it was. And now I think I understand. So. Yeah. So, so basically, you know, when we, when we see these descriptors, it's understandable why a lot of people think that this is, it's like prophetic, you know, mm -hmm. the way it, uh, it describes us. And, you know, we, I get into conversations with people who believe this stuff. I'll, you know, I'll try to tell them like, it's because it's super vague and you, you know, and they always have an answer too. They always have an answer. If you go, all right, I'm supposedly a Capricorn. What does that mean? You know? And then they'll tell me a list of things and I go, yeah, but I'm not like this at all. And they're like, well, and then they have like a, there's like a justification in there. Yeah. They'll have some other question and be like, oh, it's because you're this type of Capricorn. Yeah. Um, you know, you're like your Capricorns, sometimes if they're drawn into a corner, they, <laughs> they can turn into, the, there's a whole thing, just me. Right. <laughs> okay. know, it gets complicated. No, I get, and I mean, I think it goes along with, I mean, it's not the, the same as conspiracy theories, but it's, it, we want to understand ourselves we want something to explain things to us. And if we see something yeah. that kind of makes things make sense for us, uh, it, it's very attractive to, to see those things and to be like, oh, this explains me, this explains the world. Now, I mean, the fact that people use it to choose their romantic partners, like, oh, I can't date blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's because like, it, it, it's helpful. We, we want something to tell us what <laughs> you, to do. You know what's a better determinant? Not whether they are a certain sign, but if they do, they if they believe, just like you believe in astrology, that's a pretty good determinant that they yeah. will both get along. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And then it plays into their belief in the first, anyway. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, I think that's, I, I mean, so actually, yeah, I don't know if this ties in, but um, I think I'm even more like picky, like less, it's not that I'm not picky enough about friends, but I mean, in terms of a romantic relationship, it's even more like, uh, it's not that we have to think the same way on everything, but I don't know that I could date someone who has like, who really, really believes that there's a God and like, I don't know that I could handle that. Isn't that, and you that's like close-minded for me, isn't it? My brain gets very, I get very a cognitive dissonance, especially when I start, someone asks me a question, do you believe in God? My brain starts to go for a loop. I start to feel ashamed if the answer is anywhere near no. And my answer to people mostly is like, I want to. Mm. And I don't even know if belief I, in something yeah. is yeah, like okay. not a, some people believe it's a choice. I don't think it's a choice. Right. Like sometimes it makes, there's moments where it suddenly makes like, I go, I mean, like the way you, you can hold this banana it seems so perfect. Like this, it seems, things seem designed. <laughs> if things seem designed, that infers there's a, a designer. And that, yeah. the, the things, if, if, if things seem designed, that infers there's a designer and that designer is God. But if there's a designer, <laughs> who, who made the designer? Like if there's we- an, There's a whole philosophical thing about okay, the initial, fine. if everything's in motion, there needs to be an initial unmoved mover. There's a whole thing like in philosophy oh, about I was saying the infinite regression thing. Like if- if everything that seems so perfect with us had to be designed, then who made the design? Like why, who made the Well, designer? that's the thing. Then there's, there's then, a whole philosophy about that, how there has to be an initial, for everything to be in motion, there has to be an initial unmoved move. It's a philosophy. Like, why can't so, we just be the initial unmoved? Cause it's like a pair, it's a, well, we know that there's things before us. 
I don't know. Okay, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what this story. podcast is going to get into. <laughs> yeah, because for the honestly, my like, point is, I just I, get I don't really. Actively I don't know. Not believe. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm agnostic, but like. I, yeah, it's easier I to. I really like sitting on the fence nowadays. I love sitting on the fence. Fuck <laughs> that. I, I know. You know I why? People go like, said, don't oh. sit on the fence. <laughs> like, that. yeah, you should sit on the fence. You know why? Because we don't. There's nothing, exactly. <laughs> There's something wrong with sitting on the fence. I hate that. Like, I, I do. I like sitting on the fence and I really still enjoy making fun of of people from the fence. I think that's fair because that's where you get the best view. (laughs) You get the best view sitting on the fence, not being on either side of it. So I think it depends what the topic is, though. (laughs) If we have enough evidence to make a determination about a topic, then sitting on the fence to me is like being in the center on something that doesn't you shouldn't be in the center on, you know, like. You oh, should I take see. a side because you know the whole thing. Because I like, think I was being it, really clever there, and I feel like you didn't. No, but long enough you are. No, you're right. I think it just depends on the is, on the topic, right? From the fence, like, you have the best view. Uh-huh. Wow, that's true. Okay, thank you. That's true. Right. But I'm just saying, like, but not on every you, issue. Agreed. Yeah, because if you not, what is the whole thing? Who said that? Not but taking on the a side issue. helps the oppressor, never the oppressed. Oh, that's very wise. Right. So you have to. You should take a side. No, no, no. It's a real, is it Ellie Wiesel or something like that? Oh, like, shit. like you should take, you Sorry, should take Ellie a Wiesel. side. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's different. But I mean, in terms of beliefs for something that can't be proven one way or the other. Anyways, I had a story that I thought kind of tied in um, and it's about Santa Claus. So anybody <laughs> who has children that are listening to this for whatever reason, please earmuffs. So I was going to a lunch with some friends and one of these friends came with her daughter, her like eight or nine year old daughter. And I'm, I don't know why she's out of school, but um, she comes and they say like, oh, we had a, a hard day today. So she's just hanging out with me today because so-and-so like the kid found out that Santa has some help. Like basically she found out Santa doesn't exist. No. And I know. I hopefully no one else. Heard. I know. Don't tell anyone. Because it was but a I podcast. To... There's some people listening who <laughs> don't want to hear this. I, I, I mean, you know, the I religion s- stuff, the politics is one earmuffs. thing. But Santa Claus earmuffs. doesn't exist. <laughs> I said earmuffs. It's a bit much. Um, so I said to this kid, uh, oh, okay, well, at least you still have the tooth fairy, right? Thinking that that would somehow make her feel better before realizing my mistake she was like the little wheels were turning in her brain and she looks at her mom and she goes mom are you the tooth fairy too and I was like oh shit I am so sorry like to my poor friend I was like I'm sorry she's like no it's fine I want to get all of this done with just let's and she was a very good sport about it but um the moral of that story is I should not be around children but no so I went home and I told my mom <laughs> this story and she's like oh I mean the kids still believed in Santa Claus at like eight or nine and I was like I mean, people believe in God at like, what, through their adulthood? And she was like, that is not the same. So my mom. <laughs> See, it's, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, everybody has a, a Santa Claus, you know? Also, we're Jews. So we brought, we were, we were brought up going like, guys, Santa Claus, Santa Claus isn't real. All right. Like, like we, we never, so I would talk to like my Christian yeah. friend, probably as a kid and be like, Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> and they're like, well, not for you. He doesn't come for the Jews. Um, I, <laughs> like the tooth fairy, we didn't get to believe in that for very long either. Like specifically me and you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what our grade two teacher told us? Miss Kinahan. Yeah, Miss Kinahan. So yeah. she, 
I remember one day I maybe had lost one tooth by then. So like I hadn't really had a lot of experience with the tooth fairy. And sorry, this is another story of mine, but she goes, Hey, do you guys want to know? Like someone had a wiggly tooth or whatever, right? It's great too. People are wiggling all around. So she goes, Hey, you guys want to know like the truth about the tooth fairy? And we're like, yeah, tell us, tell us about the tooth fairy. Or you want to know a secret? Of course we want to know. She goes, the tooth fairy is, is your parents. And I was like, fuck you. What the <laughs> How could you? How could she? What kind of a person does that to a bunch of children? That's horrible. I, uh, my, I, 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 I in like grade Claus. one or kindergarten, somebody, I lost my first tooth because a kid in our class like punched me in the face. <laughs> and that's how I lost my first tooth. Oh, so funny. I don't know. I think I learned pretty early on. Uh, <laughs> you still had the tooth fairy. Oh. I don't know. You know, you brought up Santa Claus. It just reminded me when I was a kid, like my parents would, my dad would still take me to like go sit on Santa Claus's lap in the mall and ask for stuff because we're Jews. We still want stuff. So like, yeah, free uh, stuff. We're, <laughs> we're there. It did. And I just remember, I remember this. I went and I sat on his lap. He's like, oh, there, son. What, uh, what do you want for Christmas? Um, and I was like, a gun. <laughs> so you can shoot someone's tires or what i that's i didn't i probably wanted like a nerf gun or something i don't know apparently i freaked Nerf everybody out because i wanted a i asked santa claus for a gun for christmas did he give you one um we're not i'm not gonna you're not gonna go no, i mean you're no, in the u.s if you want a gun go get a gun i was in the but... yeah i was i was in canada at the time so oh right it's a lot harder, no santa right? claus did not yeah. give me a gun we should ask santa <laughs> you just gotta sit on santa claus lap and be like I wish I didn't kill Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, look, man. Look, you're like, do you think Santa you're the Claus reason is really I have part a job, of Christmas? Okay. What? <laughs> He'll be like, you think Santa Claus is even part of the Christmas story? Like, <laughs> what is it? Where in, the, where in the Bible does Santa Claus come up? A Coke commercial. <laughs> I have a question, though. I've been having a lot of discussions with people, and this is where things get really heated with me as well. I mean, we talk about whether you, like, I don't know, but you say you might not be able to be friends with people who believe certain things it's just more difficult it's more difficult it's right probably not but like, worth it yeah i find it it depends how to me sometimes how damaging the beliefs are i still again this doesn't deter me still from being friends with these people but i've had a lot of talk recently with people who i sometimes think are a bit anti-science and these people don't think they're anti-science but being anti-science like to me is types. yeah like anti-vaxxers is a mm-hmm. is a good a, example here now I understand looking at the science of, um, of a topic, right? Like in saying, hey, we should look at the potential side effects of this and that, right? But there's something conspiratorial uh, that seems to be mixed into the anti-vaxxer movement, right? And as a scientist, I mean, you grew up, you, you learned about how vaccines have like transformed the world for the better in general, right? We've seemed to have eliminated diseases and illnesses thanks to vaccines. And it's just a you know, it's just science. Once you understand how they work, you go, oh, this is a good thing. Why would anyone ever be against this? And now there's like a growing movement in this country to like, yeah. it's an anti-vaccine movement. Like, what do you think about that? If you come across somebody who has those belief systems, how do you, how do you confront that? Do you, I don't even know, do you agree with that type, that type of thing? Do you have those questions oh, yeah, I'm yourself? A, I'm a fervent anti-vaxxer. I think that um, <laughs> I don't want to be infected with whatever the fuck they think. No, microchip. Um, you don't want to be microchipped by Bill microchipped, Gates. Microchipped. Yeah. I mean, Facebook has everything they need on me, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I, 
honestly, that's one of those points that's really difficult because. What if someone stopped the podcast right there and they're like, I as a fervent anti-vaxxer, that's it. They're like, they end it there. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's on them. But I, it doesn't seem, does it fit my persona? Like, I'm pretty hate Yeah, you everything. seem like someone would be anti-vaxxer. I do hate, yeah. Anyways, well, hopefully, if you are still with us right now, um, that's one of those things where I have a really hard time because it's not only that they believe something different and like, okay, maybe I question their judgment. It's like, they believe something that is making life more difficult for the rest of us. It's like anti-maskers right now while we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. It's like, what you're the reason we're still in this shit. If everyone just mm-hmm. like wasn't stupid for two weeks, sorry. Uh, I mean, that's, so that's, I agree with you. That's it teaches one of those you a lot about where... our culture too. Like we live in a very individualistic culture in North America. Yeah, everyone's allowed to have their idea. Yeah, collectivist cultures in the East are a lot better at thinking about yeah. each other as a whole. Yeah. You know, everyone hears all about, I want my personal freedom to go to the mall. Yeah, so I actually you know? posted something on Facebook. Right. Like I don't post that many things, but it was like a retweet of someone, someone had written something and it was like, because people were using the, um, like the pro-choice vocabulary to say why they mm-hmm. they don't have to wear a mask and it was like oh why is pro-choice okay when it comes to a woman's body and unborn child but it's not okay for someone to have the choice of whether or not they wish to wear a mask uh yeah. and someone said because i can't catch a pregnancy from your lack of abortion <laughs> it's funny why aren't you laughing harder josh meaning like <laughs> if you're not wearing a mask i can catch covid <laughs> but exactly. my basically choice the of what you do with your body in yeah well you i mean it's all about whether you're actually it's, it's, you get the whole thing is you get your freedom what exactly. just hard was your freedoms matter as long as you're not infringing on somebody else's right exactly. to safety right yeah. that's where it comes in everything when it and comes to guns, to all, this is a whole other talk yeah. but like yeah basically if you don't yeah if you if, if you're if your choices are hurting somebody else suddenly it's not about your own personal freedom anymore that doesn't yeah. trump somebody else's safety or right to feeling safe and all that stuff. So right. that's yeah. where this stuff gets a little ridiculous. You know, you know, uh, my was it my brother at one point? I'm just saying. Well, my brother, my well, my brother's a nurse, right? He 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 yeah. caught COVID at one point, right? And it was like my my dad is immunocompromised, and my brother lives right. at home with my dad. Jeez. And I was very scared because my dad is the perfect candidate to not live if he were to get COVID. And my dad at this point is just lucky, you know, that he, and I know he's just lucky he's, he's alive right now. And mm. my, you know, my, my brother's, a, he's a smart guy. He's a nurse, you know, he's a nurse. It, it makes, it's understandable how he, how that happened. You know, he's out there helping people, but it's very real to me. It's like, I know people who have died yeah. from this thing. I know people who are, who, who are ill. And yet I still know a bunch of people saying it's a flu it's not, you know, most people, 98.9.9% of whatever people survive it. And even though they don't understand what that number really is, that means it's like a 9-11 amount of people dying daily day. from this yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what they were right? saying. And, you know, people who don't understand really how statistics and the science works and the scientific is it that method. They, is it that they don't. don't understand or they don't want to believe it? Because it's, it's scary. It sucks. I think Both. sometimes I mean, it people really just don't want to. And I mean, I'm not excusing that like you have to face reality but like I mean I mean look there's always things that get a little like you know there's reports of people getting 
uh, you know, hospitals and their insurance wanting insurance money. So they claim it was COVID and then there was a case of it or two of this and they go, oh, maybe that's what's really going on. And then you go, okay, but what about all those countries that don't have in, it's, they don't have insurance based well, let's not address systems. the you know anyway it gets a little bit you know it's a, yeah well yeah it gets a, there's a whole thing about that but basically again i get into these i go into down these rabbit holes with people yeah <laughs> really really <laughs> deep think, let's wrap it up <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> i thought he said wrap it all <laughs> yeah it's all right well now i'm going down the rabbit no, hole it's okay. we're at like an hour and 40 minutes it's okay are we Whatever. Yeah. If we're talking about this is what happens when we talk about <laughs> politics and religion and so. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. Yeah. No, you're right. It is a rabbit hole. <laughs> okay, let me okay, final question then to end it. All right. So I get come bringing it back. Can you uh are you know, are do you think ultimately there are lines for you with uh things that people believe that you will either not be friends with those people or won't bring up. Hmm. Yeah, there are lines. It's, I mean, I don't want to dismiss people's friendship if in most ways it's fine, but it is really hard. It's, it's not an easy friendship. It's, it, it can be difficult. I mean, so if your idea of friendship is like someone that you can trust and talk to about everything then yeah they're not going to be in the closest ring of friends if they have some it is somewhat nuanced it depends on the issues if it's not a if it's not hurting anyone and it's just their beliefs fine um I mean it's it's good for me because I I also I don't want to be only around people who believe the same things as me I want to be able to discuss Mm -hmm. things with some without being so opinionated like oh you have to believe the same thing as me or you can't be my friend it's not that at all uh it's it's more you know there are certain things where if we don't agree on that it is hard to find common ground in life in general do you believe that you shouldn't tolerate intolerance yeah I think it's yeah I believe that too but do you believe that being friends with people who might have some intolerant views or let's say anti-science views do you think that's that's tolerating intolerance is the question by even being friends with them I mean yeah, I wouldn't you feel like hide. You're allowing that, yeah. I mean, I think if I stop being friends with them only because of that, if otherwise there was something valuable in the friendship, then I'm not really helping anyone. So, um, I mean, I would, I would point out that I don't like what they're saying. So, for example, I was using the example mm-hmm. of someone using derogatory terms for, um, like racially charged terms. But as soon as I said it wasn't okay they were like very apologetic and have never said anything like that since. So I don't think that's, I think that's fine. Like I, okay. Yeah. Like they thought that that was my sense of humor. It isn't. Uh, and you know, maybe we're both better for it. If I said like, Oh, I can't believe you said that we're never going to be friends again. I mean, I didn't even give them a chance yeah. to learn from. I like it, that right? you said we're both better for it. Like, isn't that part of it? To me, that's what, that's what it's about. Like, you have the opportunity to actually be a positive influence. Yeah, it's an opportunity. Influence in general, yeah. when they're in your life, as soon as you put yourself in that bubble, as soon yeah. as you bubble yourself off, yeah, it's more comfortable and you don't have to put up with that crap or whatever, yeah. it, whatever crap you think it is crap. But then you're not impact, then you don't have a chance to also positively influence others or just yeah. be in there. Then they're also bubbling up into their bubble. Yeah. You're going into your bubble. Or to understand them. We just get more, and we get more polarized. Yeah, because like what you, I mean, 
it always comes it seems like we always come back to empathy but like I mean all the jokes yeah. aside I know I made a lot of jokes this episode because I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable with uh everything was a joke so you actually are cool with religion and and, and but of course it's all a joke of course I I don't <laughs> I <laughs> it's <laughs> no realistically I do like having different opinions around me so I can be a more like understanding person a more empathetic person like mm-hmm. as long as it's not hurting anyone it's I mean believe what you want uh I just might like mute you on Facebook because I don't want to see that shit <laughs> once in a while you need to feel comfortable a little bit <laughs> yeah sometimes I just don't want to see you know you don't have time for on stuff Capricorns okay um <laughs> the worst of it. that's the, again the worst offense the offenders let's just I think we can all agree that the worst like, belief system is clearly it, astrology yes yeah, you know it's like astrology then isis <laughs> then, <laughs> oh god oh then in our defense guys it's then 11 Trump, o'clock my time past my bedtime and josh just woke up so you can't blame us for this we're just trying to be fine. yeah we're going we're rambling on there's so much to talk about but there's, we probably also everybody who disagrees with us now is gone yeah. anyway they're not listening to this anymore. Do you think anybody who disagrees with us was even listening? I think that's my problem is I assume. Well, they don't know. We, we kind of eased, eased me. I assume. Really? I don't know. There's people who disagree <laughs> with me on a bunch of things. And we probably ease them in. And then but that's the thing. If you disagree. Ease them in and then attack made it this them. Far, If you made <laughs> yeah. it this far, you disagree with me. Oh, fine. Like, fine. I'm going to still be your friend. Yeah, I'm going to be your friend. Yeah. And, and you want to know what I, I believe and stuff? No, I'm not going to apologize to you, but like. Um... I'm so, I was going to say, I'm sorry if you like <laughs> astrology or believe in Jesus or Santa. Please stay. Like, wait till you mean to. I'm, it's part of my, I try to be charming by being kind of a jerk, but I'm really, I swear I'm a nice person. I volunteer. I. <laughs> Whereas I pretend to be a lot more understanding and deep on the opposite. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, I, I, any of my friends who disagree, they know that I think that, that it's something to know. Like once you shut the door on something or somebody, where does that end as well? Right? Like you, you need to leave a certain, that's, that's where I have a, like, there's like a legal free speech thing, but then there's also like a personal free speech. I believe in a personal, like you can say whatever you want with me, as long as I know your intentions are good. That's a whole that you're other well-intentioned. thing. Do intentions a whole... matter or not? <laughs> Let's not go yeah, the whole other intention versus right action. Well, you know yeah. what? Intention versus action should be something we talk about in the future. We can, if, as long as I know you mean well, and then yeah. you're, then even if we disagree, even if I think the result of what you believe is negative, I mean, then we can have a we can have a conversation, and we can and we can talk and we can hug it out and we can say I love you, you know, and you know that that goes for my family, but that also goes for my friends and. Um, I'm sure people listen to me believe some of this stuff and they go, well, Josh, you're the one who's, you're the one who's misguided. Yeah. You know, you're the one and, going to hell. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, that's, and that's, that's all right. As long as we, at the end of the day, we could still grab some food and yeah. hang out well, and Josh, be there for each other. If only you hadn't killed you know? Jesus, it would all be okay. Yeah. Even though I killed Jesus personally, <laughs> um, hopefully you'll still be my friend. <laughs> I don't know if I can look past that. I don't know. It's pretty. Yeah, I'll pretty I'll try to make up for it. You know, he well, to be unfair. He Jesus was a Jew too. I feel like it's kind of an inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was an inside job. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was an inside job. Yeah. <laughs> we're 
we're Jews. We're allowed to hate other Jews, okay? You were, yeah, okay. Like we, we're entitled. If anybody could kill yeah. him, it was. Oh, it oh was my God, us. we're just making okay. this worse. Oh, we're just digging. <laughs> we're a just hole. digging. Yeah, yeah um, we're digging. So I think the hole is big enough at this point. Let's. Uh, yeah. Yes, then stop thing. there. So this has been. Uh, thank you for joining <laughs> us. I'm so sorry if you were offended, and please. Trust no, that no. we have good intentions. I said, I'm sorry if you were offended. That's not a real. I know, thing. I know. I was like, I was like, I'm not yeah. sorry. Like being offended is. Sorry, being sorry if someone was offended. Saying I'm sorry if you were offended is not a true yeah. apology. That's like a, <laughs> that's a jerk apology. So I'm sorry if you were offended, but. But um, I do. But I stand by everything that I said. <laughs> but I also don't give a shit. So thank you again for joining us. Uh, seriously, I we appreciate that you've sat and listened to us for this long. Hopefully you're getting things out of it. You must be, otherwise you'd stop. I'll stop saying that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this has been another. <laughs> God damn it. This has been another episode of Adulthood. Friends. Adulthood friends, and also uh, just another reminder that we have a Facebook page that we love it if you liked it, and uh, if you want to follow us, uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, all of it. Um, yeah. So follow, subscribe, and you then you can hear yeah. some more weekly podcasts. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And have a nice week. Thank you. Bye.